Bryce Show, where we specialize in providing a listening audience with a new blend of conversation, music, and most importantly, enjoyment. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Dr. Bryce Show. I'm your host, Dr. Bryce, coming to you live on a Saturday afternoon. I got a special guest. Uh, she goes by the name of uh, Dr. Audrey Cuff. How you doing, Dr. Cuff? How are you? I'm good. How are I'm you? Fine. You're good. You're okay. Doing okay. All yeah. right. Uh, how you been handling all this Corona, you know, situations and all the different challenges that's been going on with this Corona thing? Well, it's been it's been challenging to say the least, but I'm sure we all have to be flexible. That's correct. That's correct. Thank God. Now, are you able to, um, you know, still I guess work and and still do the things that you normally do when there is no Corona? Well, I'm pretty much an introvert at heart, anyway. So oh, okay, it doesn't really affect my my social life too too much I mean but I had to make some adjustments sure um so but we all I'm learning through this and growing and learning how to be more flexible like oh, we have uh, to be right it's like it's like we all have to you know we have to you know we have a normal and now this is like a new normal right like I think you know like one of the things that um, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I think at first, you know, some of the things that we had to get used to, at least I had to get used to, was just buying these enormous amounts of toilet paper and paper towels. So that that was like the first initial wave. But then, you know, now with grocery shopping, like grocery shopping, you know, believe it or not, it, it wasn't, I, I can't say for me it was like an enjoyable experience, but it definitely wasn't a terrible experience. It was just something that I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Like almost mm. like, almost like washing clothes. You know what I mean? It's like right. I don't I don't enjoy it. Like, oh, I can't wait to wash clothes. No. You know, I just, you know, I have to do I have responsibilities, right? But I have to say I actually dread going to the supermarket. And I, oh, wow. so that's one thing that that the new normal is going to be tough for me because I mean, you go in there you go in the grocery store, you're masked up, you're gloved up. Um, you know, even if you want to be extreme and get your Missy Elliott, can you stand the rain paper bags and 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 trash bags on you, you know what I mean? You could do that, but one of the things that 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 really gets on my nerves is when you come home and now you gotta wash the grocery. <laughs> like you yeah. gotta wash yeah. each one. It's like a. It's almost like you already in the grocery store for like an hour, and then now you're in the house for like an hour more too, washing the groceries. You know what I'm saying? I think I think I think one of my strawberries had bleach and, and Lysol on it or something. You know what I mean? So. You know, so that's the that's the new normal um, for me. So uh -oh. I, mean, how, how, I mean, you know, I know you, you know, you kind of articulate that you're not, you know, you know, you're like an introvert and stuff like that. But just with all the new normals, how you how you been how you been adjusting? You been adjusting okay? Yes, yes. And the the mask thing is is the hardest thing to adjust to mm -hmm. uh, because of um, it's so many different stereotypes that comes with a mask as it is. Right. You know. Right. So it comes with um, 
we just stay in eyes of people's eyes and not really making a connection right as far as being you know uh for example if you're in line with a mask on and you make eye contact with somebody else with a mask on and they looking at you, you looking at them, but you're in it. But it seems like they're looking at you as if to say, "Stay away from me," right? Type of, type of thing. Right. And they already had these X's on the on the floor. Right. So that human part, once this is over, the new normal. I hope that we learn to embrace each other. Sure, sure. More, sure. As human beings, sure. That's my that's my prayer. That's well, my that's, prayer. Yeah. Well, I definitely. You know what? I'm I'm gonna share that sentiment. I, I'm gonna say that. I, that's my prayer. I'm gonna make it my prayer. To be honest with you, because yes. I think that's what needs to happen as well. So, um, well, listen. I like to thank you. Thank you for just taking time out today to come on the show. Um, I I just want to. You know, can you tell us a little about yourself? I mean, I. Of course, I've, you know, since I've met you, you know, I've, I've um, you know, I already articulated to myself that, you know, Dr. Cuff and, you know, I mean, you've, you've, you've done some amazing things in your life, but I like to be able to kind of, you know, let our listeners know, like, what is, you know, kind of who you are. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us who uh, Dr. Audrey Cuff is. Well, to, uh, try to summarize it, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a wife. Oh, God. first at the level of uh, community college, okay. which was to me was the best experience that I had in my education mm. uh, because it, it it was an eye opener from high school, and I was able to take different courses that were just new, eye opening, and it was the contrast of of what I saw in the world. Right. So I received my bachelor's my math excuse me my uh, associate's degree from Gloucester County College okay then I received my bachelor's from Thomas Edison oh okay and I went on to get my master's from Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. Mm. oh you went to Lincoln yes oh yes. I lo- okay. that, that experience was that that was a very good experience I'm sure um Ooh, that was the books I read and about my culture and things I didn't know. Wow. Uh, it really shaped my my love for education and, I you know, having a diverse perspective. Right. Of, now, of education. Right. Now, now, did you did you stay in did you stay in Hansberry? No, when I went to the, the, the master's uh, program was in Philadelphia. Oh, it was in Philadelphia. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I went, I went to the Lincoln. Grad- Did you? I went to Lincoln for a year, yeah. yeah, before they kicked me out. But I, yeah, I went to Lincoln for a year. Hey. <laughs> hey, I was yeah. kicked out. I was kicked out of Rutgers, so. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Now, don't we have something That's in common? A- right. <laughs> Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I appreciated that two-year school. That's why I said that was the most enlightening thing for me. Absolutely. Because I didn't take it serious right out of high school. Right. So, and then I received my doctorate from Fielding University, mm. graduate university. Okay. Okay. Yes, in education. Okay. Yeah. All right. And okay. All right. So you've been now. How long have you um, necessarily been? Uh, you've had your doctorate in education. How come? How long you've been that? Um, above a master in that in that field. Well, two thousand seven, I received my doctorate. Oh, okay. 
All right. So it's been a it's been a while. All right. Well, first of all, we 2007, like to, 2008. Well, first of all, um, you know, we definitely want to celebrate you. Um, just just for you, just for allowing us to be able to interview you and just to have a conversation with you. I would definitely wanted to, you know, celebrate you. But in in addition to in addition to that, um, I I understand that you are a, a phenomenal mother as well. Is that correct? Yes. You know, just tell me, how many kids do you have? I have a son and a daughter. I have two kids. Okay, best of both worlds. Grown kids. Okay. Yes. All right. So I, I, well, I listen. I just want to celebrate you on just you having a doctorate and you being a phenomenal uh, matriarch, um, not only in the profession of education but also in your family. So here's to you, Doctor Cuff. <laughs> Right. We gave you a round of applause. <laughs> Thank right. you. So yeah, so so you know, we just have like I said, we just have a little conversation real quick. Um, and you know, we'll talk about um, you know, a couple of things in education. I um I actually came across a post yesterday um mm-hmm. from a friend of mine uh, on their Facebook page and um what they was articulating is that is they you know, they're 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 a little frustrated with a couple of things, okay? And um I guess they had received a letter recently um, stating that, you know, um, their child will be going back to school, you know, at some point in, you know, 20, you know, in the fall. Okay. So, but with, Uh but with going back to school um, where um, they, they kind of are a little, they have a problem with is that they were told that their child would have to be um, tested and vaccinated, vaccinated before they come. And, you know, and if they don't, then they're not going to be able to be in the school. Mm. Right. So, you know, with, and their child's African-American and, um, mm-hmm. and for the most part, it's an inner city. Um, it's with the school district of Philadelphia. Um, and I, again, okay. I, don't, I don't have the fact and I, and I, you know, to be honest with you, you know, just kind of off the cuff. <laughs> that that's actually, that I, I like that for you as a matter of fact off the cuff <laughs> but 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 that's another I, you know that's another conversation but um you know I, I haven't researched it uh enough to say is this is what is this what they're doing but it did it did make me kind of ponder in my mind to say hey you know what I wonder if they were to do something like that how would that look and how do you think people would respond to that, you know, where they would be, you know, hey, listen, you know what? You're welcome to come to school, but, you know, you, you can't unless you, you know, you, you can't unless, you know, you, you take a vaccine or you get tested X amount of times and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, you know, kind of, I just want to kind of get your opinion and, and see if you could speak to that a little bit. Mm. Oh, that's a very... Uh that's a loaded question there. Uh, I, I think that with that, I don't know. And we're talking the Philadelphia inner city school system. That's correct. Right. That's correct. And I think that that opens up so many different avenues for, I could see both sides. I could see, okay, we've taken precautions. I don't know what the outbreak is up there mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. how many cases there are, right? how many people, you know, pass from it. So I could see taking the precautions of saying, okay, well, to protect everyone, the child and everyone, 
everyone has to be now did the post indicate that it's going to be every child or is this Oh no! So, no, the, no, they can't. No, it's definitely going to be every child out. Unless that's my okay. assumption. You, you, de- you definitely can't single out. I mean, please. That, they, right. I mean, that that would just open the door for like. That's like a, a, yeah, yeah. That's 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 like come on one eight hundred sue me and you will win. So, I don't I don't know if that if that if that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, but, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have here goes here's the actual. Um, here is the actual um, statement is that um, they're going to have to show proof that um, oh, the, the kids okay. are vac- vaccinated and and that they are not and they've been tested for the coronavirus. Mm. That's a little tough, right? So, and that, and that, yes. yeah, that's, that's a tough thing to do. So, you know, with you being, you know, um, and I, I say above a master, because when you have a doctorate, it's above a master. With you being mm-hmm. above a master in education, I mean, how do you see the return to school looking? How does that look? Because, I mean, it, I can't see a second or third grader doing social distancing. I. I can't really see right. that, right? So then, right. then, and then, you know, most of, you know, even particular like our urban districts um, and inner mm-hmm. cities and even, you know, districts in, you know, somewhat poor uh, socioeconomic um, towns and communities, I, I have to imagine that there's, you know, the class size is usually somewhere between 25 and maybe 30. So yes. how how does that social distance keep your space? How does I mean what does that look like? I mean how how can can there be a return to school? Yes, I, I and you know you hit on a good point. I don't see uh first and second graders you know abiding by the social distance either. Mm-hmm. I think that's why that testing would eliminate a lot of uh, speculation of of the virus before they enter the school. I think that that would help a lot if they are tested first. Mm. Now, if they're going to do the testing, I mean that takes that's a whole gamut of everybody in Philadelphia that's in the public school system. Exactly, I'm assuming. Exactly. So that would be a lot of. Healthcare, a lot. I mean, it, it opens up a system of, of a lot of uh, turmoil, really. And to have all it done, they must go, they must they must going to start what now or not now, but maybe in the summer in July because the school opens in September. Right, but see, all, late August there. Right. So the, what 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 kind of like takes my mind, and I'm just going to articulate this point, and we got to run to commercial real quick. Um, but what kind of I don't know. Kind of, you know, kind of goes through my mind is that okay? So you, what are you testing me every day? You, you almost have to test right. me every day because right. because if I if I get tested on Monday, I'm good to go in if I don't have it right. But then, right. you know what? I may go home and then I may go out and then exactly. I may mm-hmm. and then I may be around somebody else. Who was behind somebody else? Who was around somebody else? Who was around somebody else that might have been infected? So then now, what do I? What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? So it, it you know, 
I don't I don't see anything returning until you have either a treatment, a bona fide yes. treatment for it, or, or there's a vaccination. And we know and history has taught us that even if you have a vaccination, that takes some time. Like, you know, you, you need like some lab test people to test it on people to see how their you know their body responds because sometimes you take these vaccines and there's always been that argument that some vaccinations cause uh the autism or enhance the autism right. like the MMR or the, I think it was the measles mumps rubella or these some other um other vaccinations and stuff like that so I don't I don't know I don't I don't know if we go back I don't know I mean you know I, I hope we do um but I don't know so that's 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 the question so I mean, what, yeah, just you know, I, know, to that? I know they were having trouble in Philadelphia even uh, distributing uh, computers, right? Laptops, right? For the kids to even learn, you know, the, the virtual learning. So that all could be an issue uh, that played into their uh, wanting to make sure everybody is tested because they don't have the means or the technology to even educate. Right. Them at home. Right. The kids at home. So that could push, make the push for this uh, testing too. That's probably driving that as well. To, mm. Okay, well, we can't uh, give them computers because we can't. That's costing us too much. So we have to make sure that they, they're tested. And, and, you know, again, the kids will still be at risk because, like you said, you know, you can go home and contract it another way and then bring it. Right. Or carry it. So. It's it's it sounds like it catch twenty two, but they're gonna look at like you you know they're gonna look at the cheapest way to do this. Sure, or it's not gonna cost the you know the system too much money. So that's the decision they're gonna make. Is right. to you know okay this is cost this doesn't cost too much to have the kids get tested before you know they come back and you know and they're not gonna keep social distance and you right. can't really. Blame them. They don't know anything about it. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and that. Go ahead, ahead Doctor. And and the fact that once you're in, you know, in my mind, they're already behind. Sure. Uh, with their education. Right. So it's like, how how are we that's how are we going to even recover from that, especially in the city kids, right. you know, that don't have the, you know, the means in the books and the resources anyway. So right. that's a whole a whole nother. No, but I mean, I like to I like to touch on that in our next segment, you know, and that's the you know just about the remediation and how do you how do you close up that? Gap. There's so many, it's it's almost like an onion, you know what I'm saying? And it's so many different layers that need to be pulled back in order for us to figure out what it is that we need to do. Um, but hopefully, we can you know start peeling back those 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 layers, and um, you know I I you know like like anything with the onion. I think there's going to be times that it's going to make us cry, but you know what? Yeah. But we have to pull back those la those layers to be able to, you know, kind of figure out what we're going to do. So I mean, let me just go to commercial real quick, and then we'll mm -hmm. come back and just kind of discuss, um, you know, just some remediation. How does how does remediation look in the school? Whoa. Okay, so just give me one second, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll go. Like I said, we'll go to commercial, and and, I, and we'll we'll come right back. All right. Okay. Thank uh, you. All right. 
This presentation has been brought to you by Four Walls Productions, where we specialize in creating and bringing your ideas from concept to reality. For more information on products, pricing, and more, please visit us on the web at fourwallsllc.com or call us at 856-650-6556. All right, all right. Welcome back to the Dr. Bryce Show. I'm your host, Dr. Bryce, and we're still here with uh, Dr. Audrey Cuff. Um, and we're, we're just discussing what does, what does it look like when going back to school? What is, what is that? What does that kind of look like? Um, it's it's, it's kind of hard to, you know, we talked about it being like an onion and so many different layers to, you know, kind of peel back. But, you know, we need to start peeling those things back. That has to start happening, though. Okay, so we talked about yeah. vaccinations and testing and, and what does that look like? And you, you're going to have a lot of parents that are going to be like, oh, no, nah, you're not testing my child. You're not putting no vaccine on my child. No, let me, matter of fact, you know what? Let me see the first batch of kids and let me see how they mm. do. And then I'll let you do mine. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's we're, we're in, we're in. We're, we're, we're navigating troubled waters, I'll be honest with yes. you. We are really, truly navigating yes. troubled waters, and we definitely need to have our hand, um, you know, on 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 all the information that's coming in. Our hearts need to be close to God um, because mm -hmm. he's the only one that's going to take us through this 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 troubled water. But with that being said, um, we, you know, we talked about um, the vaccinations. Now, um, I was asking before we went to break, is, you know, how do you... No, I mean, you know, we all know that all kids, you know, across the country, um, they had to go to electronic learning, uh, homeschool. Everything was, mm -hmm. you know, at home, digital learning. Okay. With that being said, um, being that it happened so abruptly, so many parents that have now, you know, not only added, you know, um, you know, not only, you know, who they've been parents and, you know, caretakers, now they have to become math teachers, English teachers, social study teachers, science teachers, they have to be the teachers, so to speak, because, you know, children are used to having that one-to-one -one or, um, you know, individualized instruction somewhat, um, but face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. the physical instruction. And now that it's now, you know, hey, log into your Google Classroom and click on this assignment and complete. That's 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 tough for uh, for a lot of kids. So these kids are going to be a little bit behind now in some yeah. particular neighborhoods and even in poor socioeconomic uh, communities and neighborhoods and towns. Those kids are already behind a year or two. So now you're just adding to the years. So how how does it look like? Because this, the U.S. Department of Education has to solve that problem on how do we remediate these children, but. What, is, what do you think that looks like, though? I mean, you know, um, wow. what do you think that looks like when kids go back to school? Or how do, how, how do we even begin the process of attempting to remediate a child? Mm -hmm. Well, they have to revise the curriculum. I mean, this has to be done uh, across the board. I mean, because they miss so much, at least, what, three to four months, and then we're going into the summer. Right. So when you're looking at the curriculum in September, you can't even move forward. Everything has to be repeated and introduced 
you know so we it's like the kids that were already struggling and that they didn't have what the next person had as far as the parents sitting there at the table or at the computer helping them some of them go home to uh real life trauma situations Absolutely. so that's 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 going to be uh a very traumatic thing for the kids now is they're going through the process and i think they get lost in this whole pandemic on how they're feeling because yes. as grown-ups we're adjusting yes. you know so i i know that some kids have went into a depression over it because their whole life was you know it's cool really yes yeah. that was their that was their life that was their outlet right. so it's it's has to be looked at from that perspective mm-hmm. once they come back in September because again it's going to be they're going to be more sociable to me than ever because they haven't seen or been around their friends right so it's going to be a, a, a whole uh, issue of that social connection again for them right Right, and so that's gonna that's gonna intervene in the academics, and I think that as educators we have to look back, so take a step back, and and let that process release them, you know, a month to things to them becomes back to normal, mm. uh, because they a lot of them are, are traumatized behind that, and and I think the ways they express it is going to be different. Right, so. I going into the classroom personally I would have all that in the back of my mind and I think a good deal of uh, instruction for the first two to three weeks should be basically you know talking about let let the kids express themselves and you know and try to be the advocate or that just think you know, this was traumatizing for some adults. This Absolutely. was, I mean, people just dying, you know, out of nowhere. And I mean, hit hard. Something like New York was hit hard. Big so the, if the kids are watching that or hear their parents speaking about that, they're internalizing that. True. And and it's a lot of fear. Mm. So it's, it's a lot going to go on, like you said, when we go back. And to navigate everything and try to process everything at once, we're going to be in trouble. Right. So I, I, I'm an advocate of a, a step-by-step thing. Okay. Even if, if 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 a group of kids come back this day, a group of kids come back, and that, it, it, it has to be a process. I think. Um, that's just my take on it. Actually, because, you know what? I, I, the, I have to. I have to not to uh, cut you, but just to interject. I have to. I have to agree with that, though. That's actually an interesting uh, perspective. You're saying that don't have them come all the way back five days a week, but maybe have certain children assigned. Maybe one day is the 10th grade. Maybe this next day is the 11th grade, the 12th grade. And then, you know, you have different cycles of when the students are going to come back. Wow. That that could that that seems like that could become a new normal. (laughs) <laughs> and who would yes. have ever thought that it, at least until at least until um, there's 
I mean, you know, at least until there's um, no, um, you know, at least until there's a vaccination that that has been yes. tested. You know, yes. yeah, I, I mm-hmm. can I can really see that. I can even see that with sports as well. Like, you know, where a sports, you know, kids would still be able to play sports. They'd have to be heavily, you know, tested. But at the same time, um, you know, if they couldn't really be no spectators except that child's, you know, that child's parent, uh, maybe one, mm-hmm. one or two guests or whatever. That's it. You know, so. What? Wow. That, that That's actually that's a. I gotta give it up for you. Let's give it up again for Dr. See, see, this is revelation here. Let's give it up again for Dr. Cuff. Thank you. That that could really be a a, a new way uh, and a new approach. To be honest with you, um, mm. it sounds like that. You know, to be I mean, just to be just to be a totally a hundred percent honest with you, that that sounds like that 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 could really happen. You know, because um, yes. something needs to happen. Um, I don't see it just necessarily always being homeschooled, but I do. I don't. I I do. Can I think? I definitely think I can see you being homeschooled for three or four days a week, and then you come into the building for like one or two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Uh-huh. You know, a slowly a slow process. Yes, I could definitely. That's see how that. I, Yeah, that's you know that is to me instead of having everything pushed back, there's nothing's normal again. So. Right. It, the whole process has to be changed. Absolutely. So, yeah, and I then, wow. Yeah, and the. I just, I just hope that because uh, my concern is is the mindset of the kids. Sure. Uh, that's it, it, the mindset is is going to be different. It's going to be altered. You know, it's going to be. You know, how they're going to feel safe, and then you know, kids process things by uh, some act out. Some right. turn it inwards. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot for them right. um, to process. Right. And we can't forget that. So, as you know, educators, we can never forget that. Right. Because it's, and I was telling my kids in the in the Google classroom that this, you know, this is history. We're, we're in history now. That's right. So this whole pandemic is going to be in the history books. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's uh, it's something to process, and I think I, I think it older they understand right a lot of it right, and that's important too. So, well, but right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But but for right now, uh, I think. Even I think at the first and second graders, we we spoke about this earlier in the segment that I, they would be the candidates to keep home, like bring in one, you know, right, once a week or twice. You know what I'm saying? Until right. things actually, because the older kids know how to social, hopefully, know how to somewhat social distance and keep the mask on more so if they have right. to wear it more so than the little kids, you know. Right, and 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 in, in addition, you know, in speaking to that, it sounds like. This is going to have to be like just a total collaborative effort, and, and it could be, you know, um, you know. I always think things happen for, you know, everything happens for a reason, um, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lesson behind it. And I think God is teaching yeah. us something. Um, what yeah. what that is, we don't know. We like we can speculate, and I'm about to speculate now. 
Um, Mm -hmm. But we really won't know until we pass through and we're on the other side and then we'll be able to see how, you know, it transformed us. But, you know, it's it's tough for us to talk about how it transform us if we're still in the transformation period. period. So, um, but Mm -hmm. I can speculate, though, that um, this is going to have to be a total collaborative effort. And I don't think that it's ever been that. Uh, way before but I can tell you that this is not just an educational thing this is a societal thing okay and what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is that if kids are not going to school regularly and they're going to have to be homeschooled more often than going into regular school then what we're going to need is um, jobs and businesses that hire these uh, parents of these children they're going to have to have the flexibility of allowing that parent to work from home. Wow. You know, so yes. it's, it's a lot of different factors. And it's just that, again, it's when, when the onion begins to peel back, um, you know, we, we, we got more things to, you know, for lack of a better word, more things to, to, to dive into, to cry about, um, and to dissect. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it, I think we both can agree though, Dr. Cuff, it, it's, it's not going to be an easy decision. Or, no. even, or even a smooth transition, right? You know, so right. Yeah, so but listen, I listen. I, I thank you so much um, for taking some time out just to uh, kind of um, you know just kind of talk with us and and kind of educate us on you know some of your perspective. Um, I I heard you mention that some of your kids. Um, I have to. Um, you you you're, you're teaching at this moment in time right now, Doctor Cuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I have to say that you know uh, those kids are some of the luckiest children to be able to you know get that insight from 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 you you know and your level of thank expertise. You. So I like to thank you for you know coming on the Doctor Bright Show. Um, you know, like to definitely have you back at any time, hopefully soon in yes, the future. Hopefully. Right? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me. No, no, my pleasure. Listen, you be well, you be safe, and most of all, be great. Let's give it up for Doctor Cuff. All right, all right. And we're going to come back after this commercial break. Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. We specialize in personal and custom-made baskets, bracelets, candles, and more. So when you're looking for that perfect gift or just need a custom arrangement, don't hesitate to contact Lady T's Elegant Creations, where everything is handcrafted with love. For more information, please call 609-531-1756. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Dr. Bryce Show. Uh, we'd like to definitely thank our last guest, uh, Mrs. Dr. Cuff. Like to thank uh, Dr. Cuff, uh, you know, just coming on the show and and you know, kind of, you know, sharing her expertise, uh, you know, in all things related to ex- education. So let's give her a round of applause. Congratulations and thank you very much, Dr. Cuff. All right. So now we have another special guest. His name is Bryce Showell. How you doing, Bryce? Hey, Jason. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brother. We you know we finally got some some nice weather, so you know things are starting to feel a little bit like normal out there. I don't know about you. What you think? 
Yeah, yeah. I like the weather today. It's getting warmer. It's getting warmer, right? Yeah. I actually turned my AC on, too. I was actually a little... Yeah. I feel like I was cooking up in here. So, you know what I mean? So let me turn the AC on and kind of get, uh, you know, calm down and, and cool down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so listen, you know, I'd like to thank you for just appearing on the Dr. Bryce Show. So, tell us a little about yourself, though. Uh, so... I'm a student right now, and um, I go to Rutgers Camden, and I'm studying biology. And my career goal is to be a emergency room physician. Oh wow! And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this summer I'm uh, in July. Actually, I'm going to take the MCAT test, which is what you use to basically get into medical school. So. All right, all right. Well, listen, you know what? Normally, I try to save my rounds of applause to the end, but I, I know right now we want to celebrate, too. So let's give it up for Bryce Showell. He's going to be a med student. He's at Rutgers Camden right now, but he's studying for that MCAT. And anybody out there that know what test is about, MCAT, I don't know if it gets any harder. Maybe the bar. The bar and the MCAT kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Right. So let's just give it up yeah, to you. Round, round of applause for Bryce Showell. All right, all right, all right. So, all right. So, you're a student and stuff like that. So, I mean, what, give me, give me. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts about this whole um, COVID nineteen and all this Corona things going on? Oh, that's um, it's bad for a lot of people. You know, um, old people, people with uh, certain conditions like high blood pressure or uh, diabetes and things like that. You know. And then I do see people are like protesting against it. They don't want to wear their mask. They don't want to stay inside. And it's, you know, that's dangerous for a lot of people. Wow. And you're, yeah, listen, out, you know, listen, God says out of the mouth of babes. And, and, and you already, you're not even, you, you're a doctor, of course, in, in theory and in purpose. But as of yet, you're still walking to get there. But even you are saying that it's dangerous to be out there with at least no type of mask or some type of protection. Is that correct? Yeah, especially if you if you have any type of conditions going on, because most people they um, they can get this disease and they may be fine, like they may just have a mild cough or something like that. Sure. But the the problem is when you bring it around other people that you know they, their system can't really handle the disease. Right. Same way, like someone like me can or you can. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, I mean, I guess when it when it first started, and, I, and we're going to go into something else because I I hear there's something special that you you're, you're kind of cooking up and you're kind of starting and you're at the beginning stages of it. But before we get there, you know, um, just for your you know kind of your you know I guess your clinical eye or your medical eye. I mean, did you see it going this far when we first went on quarantine, or what was your you know kind of what's your like uh, what was your hindsight or your perspective? I I didn't think it would go as far as it did. Um, I knew it was really contagious, but I I didn't see it spreading as far as it did. Um, mm, okay. You know, it's trying to uh, trying to crack down on it kind of early, right? And um, but it, it just kind of snuck around because you really some, most times you can't even tell um, who has it or not. You know, right? And that's the scary part, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. and I think that is how it, it kind of spread around, and um, right, it was kind of hard to get a control, especially when because if you're not testing, which there there wasn't a whole lot of, especially here, um, 
you know, you don't know who has it and who doesn't. You don't know. That's why I'm saying you got to wear a mask at all times. And, you know, today, I, I ain't going to lie, I went, I went to go get me some chicken, you know what I'm saying? Because the, yeah. the, the halal spot got the chicken back. You know, Ramadan is over, so they okay. back to frying chicken. So I said, yeah. I'm, yo, listen, I'm, I'm tired of Popeye's, KFC, salty. So let me go get some halal, you know, chicken. And, yo, you know, it was so nice out today. I just arbitrarily just got out the car, went in there and got me my little chicken for me and the kids. And I was like, oh, snap, I ain't got my... I ain't got my mask on so it's yeah. like sometimes you know it's the 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 normalcy of you know uh you know late spring early you know about to be summertime weather and you wanting to be out you just you just i just forgot you know what i'm saying so i think i think what i hear you say and and what i know and what i also hear say is that it's important that we still you know still go full steam ahead and not take our foot off the accelerator is that correct yeah, that's right. Absolutely, absolutely. There, there are a lot of times too. I um, I'll go outside, ready to drive off somewhere, and I forget. I uh, don't even got my mask on. Don't even got the mask on. Right. And so we we have to outfit you. We got a, a special Four Walls Productions mask for you. So we'll definitely have to you know talk off air and figure out how we can get this mask to you. Um, and that's mm -hmm. a, a special mask. It's a, a reu you know reusable and uh, washable mask. Um, with you know of course you know with the Four Walls colors and and, and the Four Walls uh, you know logo and an emblem on it. So okay. we'll figure out how to get that to you though. So but listen now I'm I'm hearing so I mean 2020 has been some year. I mean. You know, before 2020, you had everybody talking about 2020 is the year of vision. Now yeah. everybody is like, oh, it's it's a nightmare year. It's a nightmare year. But really, they forget that vision is being able to see not only joy, but also some pains and having to be able to balance that. So even though we're going through some things, it's still a vision year. Okay, right. but now within this vision year, we had you know, unfortunately, I mean, we had we had what Kobe, you know, pass oh, away. That was that was tough, right? I mean, how did you know you, you know, did, were you a Kobe fan? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, the, I remember seeing him a lot uh, growing up. You know, oh, me wow. and my friend, uh, we play outside, and uh, the thing we we would do is like if you're in the classroom or something, and you like throw a uh, paper ball in the trash, you yell Kobe. Oh, no, Kobe. Thing we do, yeah. Okay. All right. So then, now that Kobe happened, and then after Kobe, uh, I'm trying to think. I think you know, not too long after Kobe, maybe a month or so later, then now here comes COVID nineteen. Okay, mm -hmm. that was like March, right? But then yeah. recently, you know, what I'm saying while we're still in the crux of dealing with the COVID, and the thing about the COVID, I was on a previous show and I said, I said, you know, one thing about COVID. Uh, 19 is that it was it, it doesn't discriminate you know no. it didn't care whether you were black white or any other type of nationality or culture that it put everybody at an even playing field Okay, and and I kind of you know kind of was articulating that point like, hey, listen, you know what? There's going to be a time for Black Lives Matter and for us to go back to our own cultural you know uh, inequalities that we we definitely deal with. But right now, we're dealing with Corona, and sure enough, while we're in the crux and it seems like we're all band banding together and we're we're flattening the curve. Mm. That old demon still came, seems to to rise up, and that that demon, what we call racism, 
uh, prejudice and oppression, particularly also by police officers. I mean, how did how did how did you feel when you found out? You know, after all the things that's going on, everything's going on, everybody's battling Corona, and then all of a sudden you hear about a case or a situation that happened out of Minneapolis. How did how did you feel about that? I first heard about it. I was seeing the you know the image that's out with um, the officer on uh, George Floyd's neck, and you know at first it was upsetting to see that, and then I had to I wanted to like dig deeper into it, so I had found the video that was recorded of the of the incident, and, and mm-hmm. that's that's what really really hit me when you know seeing him on the ground like that, and um you know he he looked like he was uh he passed away in the video, you know. Right, right, and then it was audio of him saying, "You know, yeah. I can't breathe," and then you know, yelling out for his mother. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 that officer did not let up. Yeah, and he, he to me he looked like he was getting a kick out of it. Absolutely, that's that's kind of what I discerned. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm and I'm sorry. I, you know, I I I haven't really discussed it. Um, but we're going to discuss it today on, on a, a variety of shows that that's happening today. Um, but you know, this is just the beginning. So, you know, yeah. so then you see the video, and then you know, what do you, you know, I mean, I'm, and, and matter of fact, I'm fast forwarding. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm even. I'm skipping over because I forgot about Ahmad. The I forgot about Ahmad Aubrey. Right. The jogger. <laughs> he was jogging. That was just what two, three, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he yeah. got shot and killed because he was, you know, he was jogging. Yeah. Now we're dealing with, you know, uh, Mr. Floyd and the cops got his knee in, 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 on his neck. Like, you know, so, I mean, you know, I, I said at the time, I'll be honest with you, with the whole Ahmaud Aubrey, I said, you know, they, you know everybody was, let's run for Ahmaud. I'm running for Ahmaud. I'm running for Ahmaud. And I said, you know, I don't want to run no more. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of kneeling. I'm tired of all of that. I want to come up with solutions. I want to come up with an agenda, a game plan. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you, and maybe this is, you know, on the heels of Ahmad, but I guess, you know, after hearing, hearing about Floyd, I guess you decide to come up with a solution. So you you have you have you created something that you 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 you're trying to utilize something for change? Yeah, I I want to um, make new laws, federal laws, so that way it covers, you know, the uh, nationwide, all the uh, police stations, all the police force. Mm, okay. Essentially, I'm, I want to change how they test officers, like screen them before they uh, they hire them and bring them in mm. by expanding on the psychological screening that they do. Because what what they do already is um, they screen for things like judgment or integrity, mm-hmm. uh, how they can deal with stress um, if they had drug use before, and things like that. So if you fail their screening, it doesn't necessarily mean you're crazy or anything. It just means you're not fit to be an officer. You know what I mean? Right. So what I'm proposing should be done is they can expand on that testing and include you know certain mental conditions like psychotic disorders or mood disorders or 
you know, like bipolar, um, schizophrenia, maybe um, certain personality disorders. And, mm. and then in addition to that, there's a certain test called an IAT. You said an I- IAT? Yes, IAT. Okay. Then that stands for um, Implicit Association Test. Okay. And that's a way to, to um, is to measure the your subconscious association between memories. So mm. with this, you can use what's called an implicit bias test. And that allows you to, um, in this case, for race, it'll show images of black and white children and then it'll show like good and bad words like uh like ugly or or pleasant things like that mm, okay. and then you gotta you kind of got to click on the keyboard to associate it with one side or the other and then they'll kind of mix them up and if you have any kind of bias towards black or white or like you know for or against it'll the statistically like how quickly you're able to associate these things together right it'll reveal how you really feel you know towards one race or the other and then you can do the same thing with stereotypes um you know about women uh all kinds of things like that wow oh wow and this and this is this is what we need i mean you know i definitely like to have you know a, a, a more deeper conversation about this whole psychological testing. I think mm-hmm. also in addition um, to that, um, there needs to be some type of insurance or personal insurance that police carry because, you know, I mean, you know, you have doctors, yourself, you, you guys are going to be carrying personal liability insurance, but there's no insurance uh, that you have to carry to be a police officer. And I think that's mm-hmm. that needs to maybe change too. But, you know, I, I just like to uh, say, I mean, you know, so, so I mean, you know, I, I, I want to say I, I admire you for what you're doing. You know what I mean? I have to say that, um, you. you know, but in addition to that, now you, you, are you starting like a petition or something? Yeah, I have a petition right now on change.org. Okay. All right, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, I started it last night. Um, okay. And yeah, I started the petition last night and what I'm, trying to do with it is have as many signatures as I can get okay and with that it'll allow me to uh, you know spread influence and I can get in contact with senators and people that can help maybe draft a bill sure and have this you know physical form and they can vote on it eventually get it passed both the houses and send it on up you know sure Sure, I like that. Um, so now, so um, is is the petition up already, and it has like a description and everything behind it? Yeah, yeah, it's up right now. All right. So now, where can everybody uh, find that petition? You said at change dot org. Yes, I have a link to it actually. Okay. Well, I mean, I know um, you know we'll definitely share the link. Uh, you know, when we start sharing and publishing this 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 podcast as well, but we need to get you, you know, maybe even on uh, like on camera or something like that. So maybe we need to schedule a, a live interview or something on Zoom or something like that. But you know, so but they can go to change.org. Is it like a search field that they could search for? Is it listed under something? Yeah, the title. If you search for, it's kind of a long title, but if you search federally required IAT and psychological screenings for police officer employment, then 
you'll see that come up. Okay, all right. So go to so ladies and gentlemen, go to t- change.org. There'll also be a link that um that we'll share along with uh, when we share the show. But you know, for those that you know may have a pen and paper handy while listening to this, you're going to go to change.org, and then you're going to search and type in. You have to tell me again. Mm-hmm. Search federally required IAT and psychological screenings for police officer employment. Mm, okay. Okay. So, yeah, we, we definitely got to, you know, try to help this young man out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and now, if you have an email or some type of Facebook or contact, uh, you know, contact information that people can kind of reach out to you and, you know, kind of maybe, you know, be able to kind of connect with you and, and kind of partner with you with this new venture that you're starting. What is like your email and contact information? Yeah, I'm on um, I'm on Facebook as Bryce Sowell. And then my email is Bryce Hollis New at gmail.com. That's um, B-R-Y-C-E-H-O-L-L-I-S-N-E-W at gmail.com. All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, please be on the lookout for Bryce Showell. He is up and coming. He is purpose. He is uh, persevering. He is, uh, you know, taking his God-given talents and, and utilizing them. And that's what we want for not just our youth, but all of today's youth. Um, so, again, change.org and that what he said. <laughs> and, um, you know, um, like I said, we'll be sharing a link. Um, and we'll be uh, sharing his contact information as well. So, listen, uh, anything else that you want to let everybody know, uh, Bryce? Or is that it? Um, if, if you do sign, uh, make sure you share it with your friends and family so you can spread it, you know, as much as possible. Oh. That way it really gets around. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, like I said, at, at some point we're going to connect and I, I'm going to get you uh, in touch with some other people that can kind of help you get that word out. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give it up for Bryce Showell and his determination, his focus, his perseverance, but ultimately his greatness and his purpose. Let's give it up for Bryce Showell. All right, Bryce, listen, thank you for joining the Dr. Bryce show, okay? Okay. You take care, and you, st- you take care and you stay safe, all right? All right. All right.